Welcome to the Pretty and Purpose Podcast, where we remind you that your pretty is beyond what the eyes can see, and your purpose is your ultimate destiny. We must fix each other's crowns because sometimes, girl, they get raggedy. (laughs) This is Celeste, Maya, and this is Jess. Welcome back to the Pretty and Purpose Podcast. Hey, Posse. Hey, everybody. So last week we were talking about spring cleaning and Celeste made a point about looking at your clothes to see whether or not they make you happy. And so this morning I actually thought about that as I was looking at things in my closet that I do not wear. And I pulled out this sweater and I put it on and I said, does this make me happy? I haven't worn this thing in forever. (laughs) And it doesn't make me happy. Now, I did hang it back up, but I will get rid of it next time. So, ironically, <laughs> the same thing happened to me this morning, right after I listened, re-listened to the podcast. And I wanted to put this skirt on, but the skirt didn't fit. And so I, I wanted to put it on. <laughs> attempted to put it on. It didn't fit. And I was going to hang it back up like, oh, I'll fit into this skirt one day. Right, like, it's but, goals. No. Meanwhile, no. I have three bags of clothes ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> Was this after you did right, the podcast? Right, you started early. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, needless to say, the skirt is still in my closet, but it's going to to Goodwill. Yes, and so was my sweater. So we're making progress. So, as in every podcast, we are going to start off with our royal moment. And our royal moment is a time where we salute some amazing queens who are doing some great things. So Jess has our royal moment for today. This week's royal moment goes to Ms. Katherine Johnson. Do you guys remember her? She's from um, Hidden Figures. Yes. Yeah. So um, NASA renamed their facility after her. Mm -hmm. And if you haven't seen the movie Hidden Figures, she was one of three... Um, black females who worked for NASA who hand-calculated the math um, to do some of their flights back in the day. The coordinates for the um, space shuttles. Mm -hmm. Who was she on Hidden Figures? um, Like, who played her character? Um, Was it the short, like... The short play. Mm-hmm. I think it. I, I think it might have been Taraji. Taraji. Right? Oh, that was Taraji's that was character. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, so, um, NASA renamed their facility, one of their facilities, after her. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. There was this for Women's History Month that they did this, like recently. Yeah, it's recent. I don't know if it's just for oh, the month. Oh, okay. I hope it's not. I mean, in honor of the month that they <laughs> then renamed this. Okay. It did happen recently, but. Yeah, I thought that was awesome for her. Yeah. It just sucks that they waited so long to finally give her her accolades. Right. Is it because of the movie now that you want to give her her accolades? I do like, feel like after the movie mm-hmm. now, it's like, oh, she really did do some important, yeah, yeah, some important work for But it took Hollywood to call attention right. to it. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, but kudos to her. All right, so now it is time for our sis second. And our sis second is a time where we fix some of those raggedy crowns that we see around town. So this is second, although we are not yet mothers, but we do want to take the time to uh, talk to some mothers who curse in front of their children. Now, we're not trying to teach anyone how to parent. However, children are sponges 
And a lot of the things that you say then comes out of their mouths and it's a reflection of their home. So just be mindful of some of the things that you say and that you allow your kids to be exposed to because it comes out. That's so true. Because one day I said to my nephew, it's better to be safe than to be sorry. But I was just playing with him. I heard him repeat that to somebody else. Yeah, they will. And especially like if they respect you, I mean, like a parent or even a close family member that they may spend a lot of time with older sibling, like they hear those things that are said. They hear the tone because we get so like, wow, how did they know to say that word at this Mm -hmm. time? Like it seems so appropriate. Like, how did they know? But if someone's cursing and it's said during an angry time, like when the child feels angry, that may be the way that they then express themselves. Um, So it's real parents. Some of the things that, and I'm just saying that, you know, working in the school system and just being around kids and just hearing some of the things that it's like, they shouldn't even know what that means, but it's because that's what they're exposed to. And that's what comes out. I actually listened to this sermon recently that said that there are strings attached to your parents, whether you believe it or not. And so kids pick up on their bad habits. And as you grow, that's why you say, oh, my gosh, my mom does that. Or you'll Uh look at your father and say, oh, I got that bad habit from you. Right, right. And so it's real. Yeah. So parents... Just be mindful of just some of the things that you say and speak over your kids because they are sponges and those things come out. And then it becomes a reflection of you. So when the school calls and said, your child did this, don't be like, uh-uh, that was, my child would never do that. Because, sis, <laughs> they probably did. Okay, so now that we're, we've got that out the way, ladies, what are we talking about today? Today we're talking about how failure is actually an option and how failure can lead to future success so Jess (laughs) do you have any instances in your journey where um failure did become an option or was an option yes so (laughs) on today's segment of where is Jess P I first want to say that a lot of times we perceive failure as a negative thing because of what other people might say. Mm -hmm. For instance, when I was in elementary school, I really wanted to run track because I really wanted to run track because my mom ran track and my dad ran track. So I was like, oh, okay. I'll join the track team. I joined everything else in elementary school. So why not the track team? So my first track meet came and I didn't, really take it seriously it was just something fun to do so it was my turn to run and you know the little cap gun went off Mm -hmm. and we start running and I was just running to run because it was fun to me like (laughs) it was joyful I mean everybody else surpassed me like they were doing laps around me (laughs) and that's fun because in my mind it was like oh well this is fun I'm I'm running because it's the track team and uh, right across from the stands it was like a fence and so on the other side of the fence mind you I'm running by myself because all the other kids could actually (laughs) run and so on the other side of the fence it was two little boys I'll never forget and they were like ha ha like they were really laughing at me like Uh oh my gosh they dusted you 
but I didn't care. Like I'm still running. You were there for fun. Yeah, I was or... there for the fun. Mm-hmm. I'm steady running. I'm in my mind. I'm internalizing it. Like, why are they laughing? Uh-huh. So I get back to the finish line. They had already started the next race. They had already started the next race, and my mom was standing there. She's like, "Good job!" And so in my mind, I didn't think of that as a failure. It wasn't until I got back to the finish line and everybody else was like laughing, like. It was a joke. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, wait, I'm supposed to be sad because I didn't finish? Uh-huh. And so I realized in that moment, well, maybe as I got older, but in that moment, like, it's an art to track. Yeah. yeah. And, you uh-huh. know, maybe that's not my niche, which is fine, but I only joined the team because it was something fun to do. Yeah. But looking back on that situation, like, other people's perspectives made it a negative situation for right. me. Like, right. maybe a few years ago, my dad retold the story. And I was like, Dad, why would you tell that story of all stories? Uh-huh. And people were laughing at me then. And I'm like, wait, I just wanted to run. Uh-huh. And they made it a serious situation for me. So, okay. like, for me, failure was an option. Like, I just wanted to run. Right, right. And then you didn't but have to come in first place. I didn't yeah. have... I even have to place I did place <laughs> right <laughs> I just wanted to run my parents ran I just wanted to run right I just wanted something to do after school but after that you know that was the first and last year that my school did the track team anyway but I didn't join anything track related <laughs> after that <laughs> I have a similar track story where same thing happened we my brother and I joined well there was a rule in my household where we were not allowed to quit anything in like in life. right we were not allowed to quit so if we started it we had to see it through to the finish mm-hmm. so we um my brother and i ran track mm-hmm. and we really enjoyed practice we really loved it right um but then we got to our first meet <laughs> and same thing we came in so last <laughs> like so last like all we y'all were, came in last no was... my brother and i came in last oh and so we like begged my dad like please let us quit like we really are failures at this like <laughs> We had to accept failure as what it was. Like, we just did, we were not stars. So, similar thing. But we accepted our failure. Yeah, but but looking back on it, it really is a learning lesson because it's like, okay, you know. Not everything is for everybody. Yeah. That's not my thing. Take it with a grain of salt. I did quit. It wasn't track. But I, I never, like, I did everything but sports, like stepping and choir and all that type of stuff. So, in high school, I was like, I'm going to try out for the volleyball team. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. I went to, like, the first workouts during the summer, and my body said, what do you even think that you're doing? (laughs) That next day, like, I literally could not move. Like, I I vividly remember trying to get out of the car, and it was, like, limb by limb. Like, it hurt so bad. (laughs) And I never returned. But I did feel good that I at least made that attempt because just playing sports wasn't my thing. But at least I made that attempt. And I'm like, I at least tried it. I ain't see it through, but I at least tried it. (laughs) So, yeah. So, but all in all, these were all learning experiences. Exactly. (laughs) You'll never learn unless you try. Exactly. Mm -hmm. All right. So, Celeste, do you have any CB secrets about failing? Yes, so on this on today's segment of CB Secrets, um, as we said, failure is an option in many aspects of our lives, and that includes our health and wellness. So 
same similar situation. Had we not tried different things such as different diets or exercise routines or eating regimens, you know, we wouldn't we wouldn't know what type of things work for us. So for example, I think I discussed on a previous episode that I tried like Tai Chi. Um and I learned very quickly that Tai Chi did not work for me. It was not something that that's was That's the slow one, right? That's the slow one. <laughs> I'm just just not, I just don't have enough patience for a Tai Chi. Um, but much respect for those who do. Um, and not everything is for everybody. Um, and the same thing with eating regimens. I've tried being vegan. I've tried um, gluten-free, tried all kinds of different eating regimens. And I quickly learned that being vegan <laughs> was not for me because I cannot give up cheese. I- Wait, I'm sorry. Since you said that, I saw this article that said that the reason that people can't give up cheese is because it has opiates in it. What? I don't know. I have to look into it, but I, I saw the headline because I can't give up cheese either. Okay. <laughs> I don't believe that. But we'll do more research and get back to you all because we don't want to put out misinformation <laughs> or make anyone think that there's opiates in their cheese because um, cheese is delicious. Um, but anyway, so, um, you know, sometimes failure is an option to get to, to really learn our bodies and know what works best for us, um, as far as our health and wellness. Also, um, you know, different workout routines are, you know, may not work for everyone. I, um, a little while, what is a couple of years ago now, I was doing a lot of heavy weightlifting, um, like deadlifting and all kinds of muscle building activity. Um, and I was doing pretty, pretty well for a little while, but then I realized that that just, that, that kind of workout just wasn't good for me physically. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was really, de- it was demanding on my back and it just wasn't working out well for me. So that was a situation where it wasn't necessarily a failure, but it was just something that I learned, you know, maybe this type of exercise is not good for my body. Mm-hmm. Um, although they say weightlifting, building muscle, helps burn fat so it's more efficient than cardio but for me I was like put me back on a treadmill I can't (laughs) I can't deadlift 250 pounds like it's just not but see that was a a learning lesson for you because I think people hear oh you need to work out and so they're like oh let me try every machine in the gym Mm -hmm. you might not need every machine in the gym it depends on what you're trying like your goal right what your goal is Mm -hmm. right what you're trying to work out and in your overall goal right in terms of you know do you want to burn more calories do you want to burn fat do you Mm want to um build muscle that kind of thing so just learning what exercise routine works best to get you to your goals now it's time for maya's motivational moment you'll never know what it's like to prevail unless at some point you fail in life we come up with our own plans so much and sometimes god wants us to step out on faith but we are too afraid and we do things our own way sometimes we take big leaps that were never intended for us and we fall Either way, when we mess up, it's a lesson learned. 2 Corinthians 12 and 9 says, But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest on me. So sometimes God allows us to fail just so that we can turn to him and not get too proud and think it's solely our power that allowed us to succeed. If I... You were going to say something? Absolutely. Okay. (laughs) If our lives are solely meant to glorify God, we have to be willing to give him glory as he works through us. And a lot of times when God allows us to fail, he is really building our strength and faith 
to get ready for a blessing that is in, that is in store for us. Um, so there's a lot of things that we may go through in life and we may question while God allows it, but it's really building our strength for the blessing that he has coming our way. And I wouldn't even necessarily call it a failure when it comes to, you know, life events. It's more of a test. Mm-hmm. That too. Because they said it's always a test before the testimony. Absolutely. You yeah. can't have a test without the testimony. Right. And sometimes tests are much harder than we expect or not what we expect. They can come out of the clear blue um, where we can actually feel like we are failing or that we did something wrong. Mm -hmm. But honestly, when God reveals the bigger picture to you and you actually go through it and you come out of it and you look back, you know, where you thought you were failing, um, it was really God preparing you. Absolutely. And it's the same thing with business. A lot of times people go into business and they just want to succeed. To be honest, it's best if you do, I have air quotes, fail, <laughs> because you're learning how mm. to run a successful right. business. Yep. And so every little setback can help you because now you know, okay, this is what I need to provide so that I can make this masterpiece, so uh -huh. that I can have this um, income earning business. Yeah, that's what I actually listened to a TED talk um, earlier this week, and it was talking about exactly that. It was about um, it was about some company under Google, mm -hmm. and the um, owner or the manager or CEO of the company actually handed out awards mm -hmm. for when you failed on a project. And the point was, yeah, the point was, and it was like almost like reverse psychology because people were like, well, how I'm doing good over here, I'm being successful, but you're giving them awards, and they did not complete their project. They failed. They're, they're but helping the business Exactly, to grow. because they, they identified a branch or a, a, a path that we, sh we don't want to go down. And that's mm. a good thing because it leads us to the path of success, Yeah, mm -hmm. ultimately. That makes sense. Um, and I've also talked to my students about, like, they, they're always complaining about their parents and their parents trying to tell them what to do and, and things like that. And they always say, I'm sure they did the same thing when I was younger. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, when they were young, and I'm like, so don't you think they may be trying to protect you from some of the hurt? And they're like, no, but we have to learn. Like, we have to do it, you know, so that we can experience it and then we'll learn from it ourselves. So... Mm. In the teenage mind, especially when it comes to the parents, like, they want to fail. Like, they want to have that experience of failing so then they can learn on their own rather than take the advice from some other people. But I feel like as adults, maybe we're we more apt to, to listen. Them. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. And, and we're more apt to take advice from other people because it's like, all right, I ain't trying to go down that road. So let me, if you've been down that road, I want to learn from you and grow. Mm -hmm. But you also can't necessarily learn from somebody else's experience because you weren't in their shoes so even if you go through the same experience it might not be right the it'll same. be different yeah right yeah also um so that's when you were telling the story about um the company that was under mm -hmm. google it reminded me that the company that i work for they actually pay people to jailbreak their equipment mm -hmm. because they want to know right. the, how to get people can get right. in right and so they can protect their right Assets they want it to fail right, right, so right, that right. they can make it the best version of mm -hmm. itself. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like using beta versions. So all in all, like, don't be afraid to step out on faith or do some of the things that you've been wanting to do. Like, I know that we've been telling you all this, but because people are so afraid to fail, like, you'll, you'll never know what it's like to succeed or, you know, you may not even fail. Like, 
you may hit the ground running, but you at least have to give it a try and not just give up on yourself before you've been trying. Right. Okay, so moving right along, because this question goes right with what we have been talking about. So now it is time for Ask PMP. If you would like to send us a question to be featured on the podcast, you can send us an email to pretty, the letter N, purpose, duh, at gmail.com. Or you can send us a direct message to our Instagram account at pretty underscore the letter N underscore purpose, duh, or a Facebook message, Pretty and Purpose Podcast. All right. So, Jess, what is our question for today? The question for today is, what determines success? Boom. And I feel like that is a loaded (laughs) question. It is is a loaded question because it is subjective and it really is like you determine your own success. I think that the issue is people measure their success based on other people. Mm. And that's where the problem comes in. Mm -hmm. Or they allow other people to determine what What success is. When they're successful. Right. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So do you think that success is a place or a process? And by place, I mean a destination, something that you can reach. Or is it the process along the way? I think it could be a combination of both. Um, I guess I guess it depends on what your goal, what the end goal is. Mm-hmm. But I think it could be a little bit of both. Because along the way, you're failing along the way. So you're, you're figuring out what success is along that journey to that ultimate destination of whatever the goal is that you're looking to achieve. So I think it could be a combination of both success along the way to your journey to success. So do you feel like, let's say your your end goal is to have a million dollar business and you're making $500,000 right now. You're not at the million dollars, but would you say that you're not successful? Because you're not at the destination? No, I would say you're still successful because you're meeting all your needs. You're able to pay your bills. You're able to, you know, help others. You're able to do everything you need to do um, with your $500,000 per year. Because that's plenty of money. Um, It's a lot more than what I make. So um, I think that's, I think you, again, you define your own, Mm -hmm. what success is to you. But to, in my opinion, yeah, that's definitely successful. But to some, they may not feel right. Some people are like, oh, it's the destination. Mm -hmm. I'm not successful until I reach where I want to be. But I feel like that's a limiting mindset. You know, you're limiting yourself and you're not giving yourself credit for how far you've come and what you've achieved so far. You know, so Mm -hmm. that's, that's, I think that's very self-limiting. I agree with that. Because once you reach that destination of $1 million, then what? Where do you go from there? Right. If that's Is that the, the end? Right. right. If that's your you've goal success, and you've reached success, you're done. where do you go from there? So I do think that success is subjective. I think that it includes the process mm-hmm. because there is no end goal to success. Right. For me, at least. Mm-hmm. But again, like you said, it's based on a person's perspective. And so when when you do fail... Right. Not looking at it as a time to give up, but looking at it as, okay, this is a valuable option. I failed. What did I learn from it? Now, how can I get back up and use what I've learned to keep going? Mm -hmm. And then once you've decided that I'm going to keep going, even though I may have failed, 
you are on your road to success by even just taking those first steps to to even just get up and keep trying. Um, right. And I feel like those failures are can even be included as your success because mm-hmm. that learning lesson is making you better right, right. as you keep going. Mm-hmm. Just your perspective. It's almost it. like you take one step back and two steps forward. Yeah. Kind of concept. Yeah. Like you, you might take a step back, but you're taking two giant leaps forward. So right. it was worth taking that step back. Mm-hmm. So that, okay. A lot of people say that they live with no regrets. Like I have no regrets. I live with no regrets. Like what are your thoughts on that? Do you think that in life, every decision that you made, like don't regret any of them, just take it as a lesson learned? Or do you ladies like legit regret some of the decisions that you've made? I would say I do have some regrets with decisions that I've made, but they're not like small decisions. These are Mm -hmm. like huge decisions that I've made that I do regret. For example, the purchase of the home I live in. I severely regret purchasing (laughs) the house. It's a long story, y'all. But um, I'm proud of the fact, and, and just to clarify, I'm proud of the fact that I was able to purchase my, my first home. I'm proud of the fact that I'm, you know, able to maintain the home, but I do regret buying that particular, that particular home. home. So, you know, but I'm not like beating myself up every day. Like, mm-hmm. well, I do have oh. moments. <laughs> I do have moments when I walk around my house, like, why did I buy this stupid house? But I do have also have moments to say, you know what, house, I love you. I appreciate you. Thank you for keeping me warm. Thank you for protecting me from the, the snow. So you do mm-hmm. give us some gratitude. Sometimes. I do give it some gratitude from time to time, especially when it's nice and clean in the spring and the summertime coming mm. and the you sun is shining. Now you're clear. <laughs> so yes. now I feel good. But I must say, in the wintertime, I'm a little... Is is I do I'm a little regretful, mm. but, but again it's a memories. part of the journey. Yes, and yeah. I definitely have memories. And when I move out of that house, hopefully as soon as possible, <laughs> I will thank the house for the, its memories and keep it moving. Gotcha. But that's on the pay. It's still on a part of the journey. Right. It's still a part of my life story at the end of the right. day. Yeah. So I'm I'm grateful for it. But I wish I would have purchased a different house. But now, <laughs> now, as you look for your new house, you know what to look for. Absolutely. Right. Which is why yeah, I want a completely, a completely freshly built house okay. from the ground up with no one ever touched it but me. Exactly. Which is but a bit extreme. Have issues too. Correct. Which is a bit extreme, right? That's could be a little unrealistic, um, you know, because it costs money. Um, so I kind of swung from one end of the spectrum to the complete opposite end of the spectrum. But, you know. Hopefully, maybe I'll land somewhere in between. Goals, goals. Okay. Don't have limiting beliefs. Yes. It's realistic. (laughs) It can happen. What about you, Jess? Regrets? Regrets. I can't think of Okay. I mean, I've definitely learned lessons along the way. I can't say, or at least I can't think of anything that I regret. Okay. Not even in relationships? Now, I wouldn't date a, <laughs> I wouldn't have dated some of those who you ever break up with somebody and be like, why, why, why did I even date you? I gave you a chance and you had the nerve. See, That's a low key regret. <laughs> a low key so, regret. So I might regret some of them. Okay. Right. But you know, I think it's, I'm sorry. No, go on. No, I was going to say, I think it's important to note that it's okay to have regrets. <laughs> like, just like we're talking about failure as an option, it's okay to fail. It's okay to have regrets. Like, this is all a part of the process. It's all a part of the journey and it's teaching us lessons along the way. So having those regrets about a relationship or purchase of a home, you know, like Maya said, you're, you learn from those 
mistakes or regrets or failures and you grow from them. So I think it's that's true. It's it's almost a life without regrets or failures is what you know what is what is your life without regret or failures that's true it's not perfect you know no one's life can be perfect perfect. right Right. so but I actually and, and like you said it is a learning lesson so I actually Listed out everyone that I dated and the lesson that I Are learned. From it. Yes, I did. <laughs> oh, that's deep. I did. What lesson did I learn from? And like one of them, I was like, you know, he made me more spiritual. Because <laughs> I had to pray a lot while I was with him. <laughs> no, we went to oh, church okay. together, Maya. <laughs> Listen, some of them can make you pray too. So, hey. <laughs> we went to church together all the time. And then I realized he, ain't he, the the- one. <laughs> he is not the one. <laughs> gotcha. So I, I was looking up the definition of regret, and the noun says a feeling of sadness, repentance, or disappointment over something that has happened or been done. And I think that that's a natural feeling. I think that people look at regret as a negative thing and, you know, saying like, oh, no, you shouldn't ever regret anything because of the lesson. But I think that you accept that you regret it Mm -hmm. and then you take the lesson from it. Right. So. It's all good. It's all a part of the journey. It is. Regret, failure, but it's all about perspective and not allowing those things to beat you down, but taking the lessons from it. Regret and failure, it's all about learning the lessons from it and using those things to help move you forward. And then also using those tests as testimonies to help other people in their journeys. So that's all we have for this week's episode. Until next time, folks. Thanks, Thanks PMP Posse. Posse.